0: Out of time. Yes. You no. Know, two seconds. Two seconds ago. Yes. We're wondering how we're gonna handle this because the juniors are playing and the leafs just laid. Let's just go like Oh my god. Honestly, can I just say actually quickly before we celebrate this? Thank you, Toronto Maple Leafs. Thank you, Matt Murray. Matt Murray, this is a patriotic act by you. Big time. That's it. It's spin zone. Just the true patriot, Matt Murray. Hey, you don't have to watch it. Oh, whoops, whoops, whoops. Oh, yeah, let's go. Get, get out of here. Yeah. Canada wins. Yes. I, dude, I do not even know you. You ruined it for me. You're yeah. slightly ahead. We're trying to set things up. I'm watching the game and all this. I like, hear. Oh, yay. Delayed feed. just cost me the live celebration here. So I'm just rewatching the goal there. Look at that. Hey, guess Josh. what?
1: Josh Roy. I know. Kid's a stud.
0: Josh Roy is a stud. But I got to say. I really love that Gunther scored the game winner, considering he was the guy that called out the Michigan stuff. Yeah, real captain. The real captain of Canada. He called him out. And word is, I, did, did, you, did you hear Merrick talking about it? He was on my podcast this week talking about how there was a little rumor that Canada hockey had a bet about who was going to score the first Michigan goal. Ooh, i didn't hear and that. that was part i know i don't like hearing that either this is a big moment man this is a, i don't know why, dude did you even know that we won the world juniors in what august like well,
1: <laughs> I, I did know because yeah. the only thing that happened that i really i didn't watch one second of the tournament because it was the sun who did and yeah. but the mason mctavish thing was an all-time moment where he knocked it out of midair and brought it back in and they end up winning the other yeah. way down
0: but that's yeah, the only uh, reason that anybody knew that existed. But
1: this is so listen, like people can make fun of us being the only team that care, the only country that cares about this. And I, I, I would beg to differ with the way the Americans were reacting uh, after they got their. No, you know dude, what, I, I need in. to
0: say this quickly on that, too. There is nothing more crybaby. There is no more crybaby behavior. Literally, that's like a little kid. I don't even care anyway. You know, if you beat a little kid at like a marble game, I don't that's, know. That's like some, the number
1: one go-to movie. That's
0: the number one excuse of a literal baby is, I don't even care. And then they storm <laughs> off crying. That was American fans. We so, don't care. We don't even get it on TV down here. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Cry, cry, cry. Win. Gold. Canada. Win. Love it. Love to see it. So anyway, I'm going to turn this off now so I can focus on this. So but there's, yeah. a couple,
1: there's just a couple quick Bedard things to me that... Mm-hmm this is so important. I know we got the one in the weird one in August, but this one is such like a a big moment for him to have two. That's the start of like a huge sort of resume for him. You know, like it's all the greats. You look back on the guys that have the world junior gold and it's a big one to get. So now that yep. he's got two of them, it kind of puts him in a different sort of echelon. You right there, bud? You're moving around.
0: Completely agree. Yeah, I'm moving around. I'm trying to get things settled up here. Let's go. <laughs> I'm listening.
1: <laughs> I was just, uh, I'm just really, really, really happy that he got another moment. And on the flip side, this is the first time he's been held pointless since the mm-hmm. first game of the Regina Pat season. So if they had That's a gun wild. down, if they had a gun down and lost this game and he goes pointless, you know what the kind of conversation would have been around. I know he was huge in the tournament, but in the big game, he has no points. So I'm glad that they got this one for him. Thrilled that we are once again on top of the hockey world where we belong. We are the best Canadian children, better than anyone else's children in the world. You know, just, it's a great feeling. So. (laughs)
0: Dude, all I I can the <laughs> th- Yeah, we'll talk about the Leafs in a sec, but nobody cares. Um, I Actually, there's somebody that's so triggered right now in the chat, like, I'm from America, and I just want to <laughs> listen to the lease. I came here for Leafs talk. <laughs> this is a fraudulent product. A um, couple things. I think that I had a lot of fun, and I know you and I watched a lot of the Shabbat year together where they lost in the shootout, which was dumb. Mm. I really enjoyed watching Shabbat that year. I, w- I enjoyed watching Connor McDavid. But this was the Connor McDart experience was the most fun I've had since O five. Like I-, I said today on my show that the world juniors felt really back it I had a throwback like feelings it was between, you know, the mid and late two thousands watching this tournament where I actually cared. This has always been a tournament where I think when you're younger you care about it or you're a parent of somebody or you're like, you know, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, you get you get my drift right the meaning of the world juniors has faded but Connor bedard was so special at this tournament he became such much ctv that we got to learn a lot of the other players in this thing and, and get attached to the raws and the gunthers and and the fantilles like uh, and the millage like
1: zellweger i love millage yeah. was a style yeah millage exactly yeah like, really exactly.
0: yeah. like Connor bedard all those guys oak on a little bit for the name brand recognition that they're going to have like you're going to see one of those names get put in a trade at some point in the next three years and you're going to go they got that guy that, you're going to have that yeah yeah exactly you're going to have that guy without even realizing what the hell that player has done since the tournament right yeah. uh that's, like there's gonna be a nigel dawes effect for some of these lads is is what i'm saying the that's nigel cool. dawes effect Anyway, um, that was fun. Uh, God, I was that was sweaty though. I hated that they 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 played to not lose at the end. I just, ugh, it's it, hey, it they're they're children. It's just children, but that that was <laughs>
1: just kids. <laughs> but here's the thing with it though. I was mad. What about mm-hmm. the the last thing on this before we go? Yeah. What do you think about three on three?
0: It's a travesty, it. right? No, it's a real travesty. It's like okay, so you and I. Going back to the Shabbat year, I've always bitched about this tournament ending on a shootout. And then they said, there's no shootout this year. They'll play till the end. And I went, they finally got it right. And then they announced <laughs> three on three. And I went, I'd rather have five on five than the shootout. That's way more legit than three Can on three. Play, like, what do just we just play hockey to determine Dude, the champion? Are there child labor laws here that I'm unaware of <laughs> with being like. Play- Like, why is it that athletes can just play sports, but then there's just weird moments where all of a sudden it's like, hey, no, if they do that, it'll it'll end their careers. Like, soccer's all about this. Fine, soccer hardos, whatever. You can have it. But I've seen hockey games go multiple periods. It's fine. They're not playing tomorrow. It's a gold medal game. Like, let them play five on five.
1: I guess I would understand it in the other parts of the tournament, in the preliminary round. Like if you're, if you're not, sorry, not the preliminary round, but like the quarter and the semis, if sure. you can't play five on five all night, cause you got to play the no. next game or whatever, but for the gold medal game, it's gotta be five the on medal. five continuous twenties with like, it's, it's no question. The fact that that was three on three, listen, it obviously turned out well for the, for the Canadians, but didn't love it. Just doesn't look right. It just no. it completely changes the sport that they're playing. So thrilled that we won, like I said, but that was a little weird for them to go to three on three. Especially to have well, an intermission and the continue with, I don't know. Anyways,
0: but well, here's it. the thing: the only way and and I'm really not trying to take away from the true Captain Gunther here, but you're never gonna replay a golden goal where it's two guys standing alone in front of a net. it's not. To win it. <laughs> yeah, it's not the most aesthetically it Look back, you go, what happened here, right? So yeah, I think that you kind of do rob a little bit from the players on both sides. Poor Chechia, they.
1: That's it. I was eight.
0: so impressed by
1: Slovakia and Czechia. Both those teams played so well against us. Like that gritty style that we used to play. Like they were much yep. more like the older school Canadian teams. I mean, the, the States just whatever they were candy ass the whole night. Like they're trying yeah. to go through everybody. Typical American hockey, trying to dance everybody selfish. They didn't do anything good. And then, you know, that game was a really, really good one. Czechia played great give them credit a lot of, like for them to come back in that third find two goals get back in it rocking building big stones on them and i see them crying i feel awful for those kids the crying shots it's god that's no that's hey them. guess what you never yeah, get close you know why
0: do you know when i turned off my tv was crying. i was kind of watching the celebration yeah, i saw the first chechi kid crying yeah, and i went like, off no, no you didn't deserve no. this no, you didn't I mean, deserve this you guys tough. Uh, oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: Chetchi, a kid crying. oh yeah. uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Dude, Chechia played hard. I got to tell you, that's been. I, and I talked about this with Michael Fuda today, and I talked about this with Chris Pronger, and it's probably gonna come up as a topic tomorrow with Mike Commodore on my podcast. It's just, and I got some texts from some former players, some guys who have played in the Canadian program before, that the the program has like this is a very nice win, but Chechia was doing our thing for a little while in that game, and if Canada wants to like you know, when were they at their best, but like between the middle of the, I would say first. And then the third period was they really started playing Canada hockey, where it's just mm-hmm. like North South, some physicality, some attention. Clean, uh, get intensity. it down low, cycle it. Yeah, exactly. Like just got to kind of make sure that that identity doesn't get lost because that's what makes Canada, Canada man is the attention to detail and, that it, and just there, there were a lot of moments in this tournament where I, I was like, I feel like I'm just watching any other team, not a, uh, Team Canada, but and at least they found it at some moments in that. And again, Canada are getting it the true captain, who we'll and never see how, because... How about his first goal? Oh my god.
1: That was a 10 out of 10 NHL yeah. blast from the top of the circle, bar down. Side, and geez. then Shay, Shane Wright, who I said on and Born today, I said, hey, Shane, enjoy this game. It may be the last one you ever play for Canada. And Then he scores the best ouchie. goal of his life. So,
0: right yeah, in my face. That's an ouchie. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's an ouchie. Dylan Gunther, you'll never see again because he's a Coyotes guy. So oh, yeah. I hope you enjoyed seeing him <laughs> yeah. and enjoying him I'm trying to be at a winner. Mallet Arena. Yeah, no. Unless you got uh, one of the 8,000 tickets during the times the Leafs play there. Or the Habs. <laughs> yeah, <honestly. laughs> you'll, never, you'll never be seen again. Uh, anyway, awesome win for Team Canada. Awesome go moment Canada, for Connor Go
1: Canada, go, Fire go Canada. Fire up. Go, go, fellas.
0: Yeah, again, name brand recognition for a lot of the fellas. Connor I... Dude, if you're if you're a Canucks fan, this guy oh. is from out like he's from BC and you're out here kind of finding ways to steal games and you got JT Miller saying that he's working hard <laughs> by not getting any points. <laughs>
1: just, he's better when he doesn't get points.
0: <laughs> you got to you got to just, just ask him. <laughs> dude. You, <laughs> I was going to make a joke that I would have gotten in trouble for, I'm not yeah. going to do that one, but just yeah, get rid of your guys. Start. You got to learn from Kawhi. Like, learn from the NBA tank. Like, sit guys, bench guys, dude. If Tortorella can sit, good players. So can So can Boudreau. Like, just, just <laughs> How do it. Gabby? Gabby's still holding on. Just right there. How yeah. is he still the coach? <laughs> just holding on for dear life, Gabby. <laughs> Gabby. Oh. Gabby. Come back to Toronto, watch yeah. the team that you like, fall asleep <laughs> again at a reasonable time, and talk about wrestling with Jackie Redmond. That's what you want. <laughs> you know, like that's Gabby. Uh, Gabby, this is my be a guest
1: with your podcast and Kipper and Born. Yeah. Just do what you Come actually on. love.
0: Watch the Leafs game half awake and and watch WrestleMania and then come back on uh, and and just just have a good time. You don't you don't need this. You don't need this. Your resume is is bulletproof, buddy. Yeah. Anyway, all right, the Leafs game. I don't really know what much to say here partly because this I was watching it. How fun. much you watch? <laughs> 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 here I watched the I watched the whole second period uh, with real Quick figures. quiz. Who
1: scored the Leafs goal? john Tavares <laughs> with a tip in front of the net on a beautiful pass by mitch marner playing at the top of the the top on the five-man power play
0: don't expose me like that. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> like, oh. let's hey uh show run the least goal so i can see it for the first time listen on the there's one talking point yeah i know the, there, well i think there's two okay what's your first one well the first one we got to start with is the the goalies, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I, the fourth goal Matt Murray let in was, mm-hmm. it's got to be worst goal of the year. Like, here's the highlight reels of his goals against tonight. I thought one, two, and four were horrific. I'm never going to really blame a guy for a, a, like, a breakaway goal. Yeah, it's tough to get on him for that one. But he killed them tonight. Like, mm-hmm. the game's... The game's over when he lets in that fourth goal. It's just, hey, it's go-home night. Even for a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs that has an, an awesome offense, that's not really what they've been this year. But, yeah, the, the game was done. They had a period left to play, and Matt Murray buried them. He was awful tonight.
1: Yeah. So, like, are we now – if I'm dialing up the panic meter, where are we at
0: here? What's it out of?
1: Let's go Let's go to uh, – not 10 because that's too extreme. Let's go to five. It's out of five.
0: Then I'm at, like – uh Okay. I'm at a two and a half because I'm just pretty level, dude. I, I, I thought we got way too oh, high when Oh, that's such we a bad watching.
1: goal. Oh. Yeah, I know.
0: That's, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's oh. the, the fourth goal. Yes. It just, the fourth goal is beyond horrific. Like.
1: That gave and, me, and you, well, that gave me Gustafson flashbacks.
0: Yeah. I saw our buddy Jake B. Leafs tweet, Vesta a And that's what I felt too, was that's a Toscala goal. Anyway, mm. um, you can even keep running it show. I don't care because we're going <laughs> to talk about it, but. I'm at a two point five because I think we got way too high when they were performing well, mm-hmm. um, and and I hate trying to take away credit for them retroactively because I but I said this at the time is they were playing behind one of the friendliest situations we've ever seen Leafs goaltenders play behind in the Ma- Austin Matthews era, right? No, it doubt. was basically. Do not let in bad goals. And they didn't do that. And so they deserve credit for it. But I never really felt like there were too many games where those guys got tested, right? Remember when Samsonov had the back-to-back shutouts and you went, okay, where were the saves in that game, though? Where were the saves that Samsonov had to make in that game? And Matt Murray, it was kind of a similar thing that the tough games, where he started to show a little bit of the trouble spot, was when? It was against Tampa. He played Tampa. Tampa had some quality chances. And he... He hurt them with what I thought was his first bad goal of the year, like starting from his recovery from the injury forward. And since then, it just feels like when the Leafs have given up a couple of opportunities and they've been, like they haven't had the better goaltending for a little while. It it certainly hasn't felt that way. So I'm at a two and a half because I think that the Leafs blue line is going to stay, like the team defense is going to stay solid and that Matt Murray and Samsonov, like they're going to be able to piece together enough decent games that this isn't going to be you know, a nightmare for the rest of the year. But this is where my true panic and my true fear comes. And this is what sucks about observing the Toronto Maple Leafs is you can never stay locked in on the moment. You're telling me that they're going to go into a playoff series against Vasilevsky and win with these guys? Like, that's the, that's the, like, oh, so cold. And it's not like you ever feel good with goalies against Vasilevsky. But
1: yeah, that's, that's the tough part is because every conversation that we have on this post-game show, you have to then unravel it out to the playoffs where they're definitely playing Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round of the playoffs. and
0: like You have to play perfect against can you,
1: him. Can you picture either of these guys out playing him? Although I will say that the last guy to beat him in a Game 7 was Matt Murray, uh, Andre Vasilevsky. So there's that little bit of, you know, in 2012, whenever the hell that was, when that happened. But um, it was actually 2017. But I just, I completely agree that I'm not, gonna go all in on panic the leafs got past. they got through playing pretty well last year with really really bad goaltending even worse than this if you can imagine but i do feel a little bit for because i think the next the next topic you're probably going to bring up with me is morgan riley right is that the next thing you're going to bring up i do i do feel a little bit for him in terms of they since they've come back since he's come back from injury they have not played well. They came back. He came back against um, against Arizona, right? That's how this first game back it was, and they lost that one to Arizona on the pizza that he threw. And then they won a great game on New Year's Eve against Colorado. Then they've lost to the Blues, and now they've lost to the Squids in pretty emphatic fashion. I think you can. It's pretty easy narrative to draw, being like, "Wow, they get him back, and yeah, it's it's gone south." But they also haven't got a save in a lot of these games. Like it's it's a tough because I I think. We all were pretty spoiled with how good they played without him and you kind of forget and you're thinking about how good they look. But like I think it's you got to be careful before you just say, "Oh my god, Morgan Riley's the problem on defense." And I'm not
0: even completely against that conversation. Yeah, that don't get me wrong. Like, you're like you're saying it like I'm that's what I'm saying. No, no, I, I'm, I not, saying I'm yeah. not saying that. I I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's a lot Dude, I'm not saying you. There is a lot of people saying that.
1: Like I'm not yeah, just putting it on what? you.
0: Here, here's the thing though what did I just say that the environment in front of the goaltenders was terrific. And then Morgan Riley comes back and the environment in front of the goaltenders hasn't been as good. So I'm sorry, but there is a little bit of chicken and egg happening here. It's also not a great time. I don't know what the company is, but there's a Morgan Riley pizza promotion happening right now. And it is just, <laughs> there has never been a worse time for a promotion. Oh. Of a, it's literally, it's the new Hey, do I can't believe it. It's both pizzas. <laughs> hey, if you're a Toronto athlete, don't accept pizza endorsements. Or it's
1: or just... primo pasta primo
0: yeah. <laughs> and sauce. Yeah. And Barna. Italian food. Okay? <laughs> yeah. No Italian food. That's my rule. If I'm an agent, Italian food. It used to be the Raptors, what was it? The GoDaddy curse. Now it's yeah. Italian food curse in Toronto. Just do not do it. Do not do the... I... Look, look at me. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not worth it. You have way more money on the line. Okay. I just... Mm. I don't want to put all the blame on Morgan Riley because it's not all Morgan Riley's fault, Mm -hmm. but that's what I'm getting at, but it's, but it's worth a conversation. Yeah. But here's the thing they're, they're clearly adjusting to having him back in the lineup, man. Mm -hmm. Like how does Morgan Riley play at his best is if he can try to, if he's okay to make a mistake every once in a while, but what have the Leafs been so awesome at is that they haven't really been making mistakes for a while. So well, they've been risk averse. They haven't, been take, they haven't
1: been taking risks. And for those, was it 14 games that he missed? For those games, they played the most offen- uh, sorry, defensively, um yeah. sort of strict and not really taking any chances. And then I guess when you're trying to work them back in, like I guess the question you have to ask yourself, and it's a big one, and they, they obviously thought it was because they gave him a massive contract extension, are the offensive upside with his exactly zero goals so far this year, worth the defensive shortcomings which there seem to be many of it's a the, scary oh. con it's a scary contract man you look ahead yeah. and like i i really do have my worries about this
0: well, it, it, you can't not 14 games you in small serum? sample size yes please yeah well you want my true serum buddy yes. you know me i've never been a morgan riley guy i've loved morgan riley the dude the character the athlete mm-hmm. yeah and the watching him skate when he's going you know when he's flying down the wing he looks awesome mm-hmm. but you know me since day one. What did I say? Uh, if Jake Gardner wasn't here, Morgan Riley would take a lot more heat, right? <laughs> yes, the issues course. with Morgan Riley are the same ones that he's had from his whole career. If Tyson Berry wasn't here, Morgan Riley would take a lot more heat. He, he had that wonderful twenty goal season, but that kind of made people's expectations of him as like an offensive goal scoring guy way too high. Um, they play the North Division season. That's like you can just scratch that from record essentially. Look at the rest of the body of the work. It's just he's never been. I hate saying a complete guy, but it's just he's always been a little overrated by this market to me. But you don't want to ever say it because Morgan Riley, the human being, is just like the character guy. He's the Leaf who has just been here for a while and cares so deeply about winning. Mm -hmm. He's a freak athlete. He's a gym guy. Like, there's so many things to like about Morgan Riley. But no, I think that his game has always been a little bit overrated. The offensive impact of him has, I think, been a little overrated. And I've always thought that the defensive stuff... Kind of negates it, and that because he's been on teams where there have been other whipping boys that are far less likable, like I said, Barry, or that had permanent dumb guy face whenever they made a mistake, like Jake Gardner, head. Yeah, yeah, that that it helped shore things up. Plus, he's always been good in the postseason, though. Which again, you and I always have to say because he has been, but
1: I mean, he's been good yeah. for the seven games they play every spring.
0: Yeah, he's never he's never had a whipping boy moment where people in the postseason. But now go, oh, he is God.
1: number one. He is number yeah, one whipping boy in the market. I think yeah. maybe Samsonov and Murray, if this continues, could maybe take nope, that but- belt from him. But he is the number one guy that people are going to put their
0: ire towards now. And I think, But those two I, guys were wild cards. For sure. Those two guys were lottery no, tickets. No, no, it's a different situation, take, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like Morgan Riley, when he got that contract, everybody went, oh, well, you know, he took a discount to be here. He's a hero and blah, blah, blah. Now it's like. Yeah. it's not that you'd ever have to dump it because other teams would happily take Morgan Riley. I stand by my fake trade of find a way to get Carlson here, trade Morgan Riley to San Jose, get Timo Meyer, put the Jake Muzzin contract in it, give them Pierre Engvall and then some young guys <laughs> and some picks or figure it out, you know. You
1: try you try that one on NHL twenty two? Did it work or no? no
0: that's a, that's that.
1: a blockbuster.
0: I just yeah,
1: that's the trade dude, do I you think but do you think I guess off I guess offensively Eric Carlson is just such an incredible dynamo that it's like, that's why you do it. He's a complete black hole defensively as well, but at least you're getting the offensive upside.
0: Eric Carlson is, guess where he is in even strength points? He's like, was he 10th, 5th? First. First? First. He's first? <laughs> yeah. Even strength points, he's first. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So yeah, no, maybe, I, uh... maybe, maybe the upside's worth it then. <laughs> it's, no, dude. Like, no, that's, again, what's funny about the Medard thing, when people go... You don't know, J.D. You say all the markets, you're mean to the other markets. And I go, yeah, Eric Carlson's having, like, a legitimate savant season. And guess who's seen a second of it? No I, one. When they,
1: when they played the Leafs, I saw a couple games.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he <laughs> dominated. He was awesome. No, yeah, He scored the
1: overtime winner, didn't he, in one of the games? Against yeah, Chaldrin? Yeah.
0: He's, got, he's got 35. This was as of yesterday, so I don't know. This isn't fully updated, but yeah. I still had it in front of me. As of yesterday, uh, Carlson has 35 even strength points um 19 first assists by the way on that only eight secondary assists with eight even strength goals Love um that. second but- is tage thompson with 29 so it's like he's not only first in even strength scoring he's first by like a margin so you think
1: no question on the that, sharks you know you think no question to ask that somebody would take morgan riley in the
0: full contract like no you question. think you'd get value for him no question. No question. Okay. No question. No question. Cool. No question. Dude, there's not so many. Again, this isn't. Okay. Uh, the two things can be true. Is Morgan Riley struggling this season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like, he is just. He's having his worst season as a Toronto Maple Leaf. Like, there's no doubt about it. He hasn't been good. He hasn't scored and he's been hurt. It's the trifecta. And he hasn't found a D partner that has suited him other than obviously playing with TJ Brody, who is the fixer for everybody. The fixer, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's the worst year of his career. Um, is he fitting on this team right now? No, not spectacularly. But also, the Leafs have guys who can move the puck. Mm-hmm. Like the Leafs have guys. Sandine can jump in on a power play and perform decently. Like he can. He can basically make up. There was for a some time
1: of, where he was the only guy that could snap it
0: out. It, exactly. Ryan. He exactly. He he is his skill set while still unique is not that unique to the Leafs. Now with Lilligren, now with Sandine back there, you saw what they looked like when they were without him. Mm-hmm. Like TJ Brody, same thing. Mark Giordano, like all these guys can make a pass, man. Gio had a tough night tonight. Yeah. Gio's been was having, he, I think, was, actually. Was he
1: dashed three or four tonight? He was on uh, the ice for a lot against.
0: I can I can tell you right now that there's, there's, I've had, and I think I said it to you actually on the last show, that he's had a couple of nights where I've gone, you're starting to look a little old sometimes. Yeah. And I didn't have that at the beginning of the season. And that's a little spooky too. Mm. Anyway, of course you'd get value from Morgan Riley. Like, of course you would. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Um, like you're not giving anything up. Like I don't even really understand the question you would get, you would get uh, like good stuff back from Morgan Riley power play proven awesome club, like locker room, crazy athlete who scores points year over year over year. Like there's not 20 defensemen in the NHL. There's not 15 defensemen in the NHL like that or like Morgan Riley. So, yeah, of course you'd get something back. I just wonder if he fit. I agree. I was just wondering team. what you are thinking on it. Yeah. No. I Dude, again, it sucks because I'm a fan of his in one way and then really not with his fit on this team. Like, I I, know. Just, I,
1: know. I hope
0: he bites this conversation in the ass. Like, again, it's not even halfway through the year, so hopefully it comes down later that we all look like idiots. But Yeah, once, no, the, playoffs,
1: once the Leafs play their seven games in the first round and he plays great again, then they'll be fine.
0: Yeah, but yeah, gap control, winning puck battles, like getting in the corners, killing a cycle, playing mistake-free hockey, like the, none of those things are Morgan Riley tenants.
1: Did you see? Uh, maybe you did. It was late in the third. But did you see that Holmberg got a shift with uh, Marner and uh, Tavares?
0: I didn't see that. Yeah, got a shift. Up you think there. Kipper? You think Kipper's going to buy that NFT? Like <laughs>
1: well, I well because we, we were talking about on the, it, we were it?
0: talking about it on the show today because they're doing the fan
1: voting for um, for all stars now. The th- there's yeah. the three spots for each division is going to be all star. So I was starting it on on our show that we're going to do the hashtag push for Pontus and get Pontus Holmberg on the uh, as one of the Atlantic Division uh, all stars because the Kipper and Born show loves him so much. But I think that he actually had a really nice backhand chance where he broke in on a great pass. I think it actually just hit the shoulder of Martin Jones, who actually looked big tonight. Looked pretty good. Outplayed Murray by a bunch.
0: Yeah, nice saves.
1: Well, I mean, it wouldn't have been tough to outplay Matt Murray. Uh, That's not really a big compliment, but he looked good. But Pontus, again, getting elevated up the lineup, looking great. It's nice that it's really nice that the Leafs have a little bit of found money with a guy, you know, like a guy that they just bring up from the Marlies. And he's just an everyday guy. Like, I know we talk about him and praise him, and I think probably a little bit too much on our show. But uh, I just do. You guys but,
0: were talking about, I was dying, you guys talking about the moving wing. Tavares to the wing so that you could accommodate <laughs> him up the, the middle. Like.
1: Pontus, but he got up on that line, so maybe we were yeah. right. Who knows? But uh, love what I've seen from him tonight, and a couple another couple good shifts playing with Dryden Hunt, who's running around at least. So that's yeah. pretty much all the positives I have is uh, Tavares got on the board with a nice tip, and Pontus Holberg looking good. That's your only, those are your two positives of the night. Yeah. It's
0: not good. I actually wrote, I, I wrote down, like, I really liked the way that the Leafs came out in that game too. And that's yeah. what even hurts. That, that's what even hurts about them losing. Oh, they
1: caved them in for the first yeah. 10 minutes of the game. That's, they couldn't get a goal. That's what
0: I mean. And then like, they, they played well, they were dominating, and then all of a sudden your goalie lets in some softies and it mm-hmm. just, it changes the complexion of the game. And yeah, it's hard not to fear. But yeah, to me, yeah, you never answered that, by the way. But, are, if your scale was at a five, what's your panic? What's your, I'm, like I said, I'm a two point. I'm I'm two. I've seen these guys play good. I've seen these guys play bad. I think that that over the course of the season, one of them is at least going to be hot at one given time. I'd say I, I, I'm
1: just more up and down than you. I think maybe it's pretty even. Maybe that's why we do this show. But I would say I'm probably a three. To be honest, I'm a little bit. I'm a, I think I'm a little bit more panicked than you are, just because the Samsonov thing is like. I, Murray, I don't know if he can refind it, but I just really feel like it's all the way gone with Samson off. Like, I just have no belief that he's going to get it back. To you be know it's funny? That's what scares it's me the most about it. Like, I just feel like now that it's gone, it ain't coming back. And Murray, See, maybe, but I don't know if he's going to get it back. Like, I really do feel like this is going in a very bad direction
0: here. Both of them seem broken. Dude, you don't sound like a three. You're like, I'm just as funny you had a four. You're like, i will say five, five a sure. three. But I think Samsonov has lost it completely. But I, but I, have, but I do sure have Murray. faith
1: in Murray from what I've seen. Like, <laughs> I do feel like he could come back. That's why it's not a four. Because I I, I do think Murray can come back a little bit. But, yeah, I am I am concerned. I'm more concerned about Samsonov than I am about Murray. And they need him to play. They need him. They have back-to-backs coming up here. They can't just bench him. He's got yeah, back to play. back
0: Well, I, I saw Bourne tweet this. And Bourne's on Sunday and Wednesday this week. So nice. we'll finally get him working again. It'd be nice to have Justin oh, yeah. Bourne just to get to work. <laughs> that's nice oh i love born's text as he's the nicest guy right you can never call him out just, oh hey fellas uh <laughs> good to hear from you you see him every day <laughs> thumbs up yeah
1: uh we hang out literally five hours a day every day yeah i know so <laughs> actually more like three
0: yeah either way um he had a good tweet about how they want to stick to the schedule so bad that they don't even pull their goalies during games, which I thought was kind of interesting because this is two games in a row now where you and I have both exchanged texts of, you got to get them out of there, get, which get is the not hug. a great... Yeah, get the hook. That's two in a row. Um, th- this is the difference though. I actually thought that Samsonov bounced back and made some big saves. And yeah, I told you, the Leafs shut down the last game and they didn't really allow for anything else to happen and it was a closer game. So you're scale. This is, if you want a real hot take from me based off of one game... Yes, please. That's what we're doing here. I, I, I don't, I don't love Matt Murray's body language all the time. Like they have different types of body language that I'm not crazy about. Samsonovs looks like he gets a little rattled at times, and he's blames himself. Yeah, Matt Murray looks like the. This is such a reach, I'm, but I'm just doing it. Who cares? Right. He just looks sometimes like he's pissed at, at his teammates. Like he gives guys little bits of glare, and I can't tell if I'm getting a good look through his helmet or not, but. He just he he looks like the kind of guy. There was one moment tonight I texted you where Matthews was in front of him, screened him a little bit, and he made the save and he covered it and he shoots him a glance and I went, "Sawston Matthews like <laughs> look down at the puck." Can I be honest like, about that? About yeah. something on that? I'd rather my goalie be like that than be blaming himself the whole game. Hey, a, a good change of pace from the Jack Campbell like, era. Like and
1: just, and we have Russia Jack too. Like the Leafs like they have Russia Jack yeah. now. You know, it's like they got, they got guy who blames his
0: team. So they got Russian, they got Russian Jack and Canadian Anderson. <laughs> yeah. <what you're> <laughs> exactly.
1: But like, yeah, I'd just... much rather have a goalie that is like a dick sure. and doesn't care and thinks that it's not his fault. You know, like I would, I much, w- I guess it was Mrazik's fault too last year. Razik's like, oh yeah, I don't know. We just got to get back going again. Six yeah. more going past him. So I don't know. You'd, you'd rather, rather have. Be- Another goalie makes some saves, so I don't have to talk about yeah. the goalies every show I do. I
0: hate talking about not. goalies. It's all we do is talk about goalies. I want to see a podcast where Fred Van Vliet and Matt Murray just oh. get <laughs> back in forth of, of, of the two of those guys have a real oh, sit-down. And, and, and Fred Van Vliet goes, when you look at the tape, there's a lot of contested jumpers and not a rhythm. And Matt I, Murray goes, when you, you look at the tape, today? I was it's a, a lot of me getting screened. And, yeah, yeah. It's Out, me okay. getting screened and not not really getting to see the Pac. Uh, it's not really fair. I wasn't in rhythm. I didn't get to play the amount of games I want to play. Those two guys it would be amazing. Amazing mm-hmm. podcast. Um, all right, we good here? All good. Yeah, yeah. go Canada, Love it, boys! I hey, can't wait back, to go watch the highlights. Apparently. Yeah, I can't wait to watch the highlights either. Although that feeling of when Chechi tied it on it's a bad great. bounce too, I thought we were losing for sure, and then the. Yeah. The forgotten moment forever is going to be Chechia with, like, getting that icing call at the end of the game and then banging the puck around the net in the crease as Billich is on his back. I thought it was I'll, hey, I'll,
1: Quickly, before we go. Um, maybe, remember how I said it was a three out of five? Maybe I'm a five out of five. Jonas Siegel just put this out right now uh, about 15 minutes ago. Do you see this? Where the Leafs rank? The Leafs rank 32nd in team save percentage since December 15th with an 852 so i want to get that going hey. north fellas might want to yeah, get that going the, north
0: yeah but here's the thing joe wall seven and zero, <laughs> oh. the savior
1: the wall put up the yeah. wall baby
0: <laughs> seven and zero, the savior the savior could be arriving at some point <laughs> dude it's <that's> pathetic <laughs> doing this that's bad that's a bad stat that's bad a, stat. that's a tough stat well, I did. I had some people freaking out because I just did a fun tweet about the frauds. By the way, mm. follow us on Twitter at JDBunkus, at Sam a. McKee, Instagram too. And make sure you leave five-star reviews on the podcast pages on both Spotify and iTunes, even if you watch this on YouTube. Leave the thumbs up, do all those things, share it with your friends. But yeah, that's a that's a tough stat. And I, I was tweeting about them tonight, and I got people going like, you guys are overreactionary. But yeah, you start to put up extremes like that, and you, know, you feel bad. You feel, 852.
1: Those are Jack Campbell in playoff overtime numbers. That ain't
0: good. You know, that's not what you want to see. No. <laughs> 852. 50, 852? Oh, my uh, God. That'd be bad hey, in the 80s in the OHL. At least they got that pick with the Matt Murray. <laughs> <laughs> they got that third round pick. could still be something. They could Maybe we could that draft at Millich,
1: Millich with that pick. Yeah.
0: Oh, Millich. Yeah, Millich is the man. Millich yeah. is the man. Oh, that whole team can is, is all the dudes. Those guys ruled tonight. Now, happy yep. birthday to Shane Wright. Happy birthday to Stewie, too. Another Canadian junior legend. Hey, eh? like, pull that one. Anthony Stewart it's his birthday he's what on the podcast next week him and his brother are getting honored by the Kingston Frontenac's like a week from now they're getting their uh I, I don't know if they're getting their jerseys raised what yep. it is but yeah they're getting honored. jersey yeah, retirement yeah I'll do the research before Stewie comes on all right
1: <laughs> love you Stewie you're the man
0: yeah love you Stewie Stewie is the man what a cool guy uh anyway uh we'll see you later subscribe review do all those sweet things and we'll uh we'll see you Saturday night